back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the God. Today, I'm here with special guest, Maddie B. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm doing great. Good to have you on. So, um, your your genre of music is a little different than the people I usually talk to. So, what would you describe it as? Like, what category do you think you fall into? Um, simply put, R&B. Um, but I like the I like to float uh, into the pop kind of inspirational range a little bit in, into that realm. But um, at its core, R and B. So, what kind of built the the like what made you want to go with R and B as opposed to just being like a strictly pop musician or like a strictly like uh, any sort of genre? Um, yeah. So coming up, I took an affinity to like the Baby Faces and the Tony Braxtons and um, Voice to Men. Uh, so yeah, it, I just kind of been ingrained that way. So you you only have a couple projects out, but you've been you've been releasing music since like 2018. Want to start like fully releasing music? Um, s- sorry, say that again. What made you want to start fully releasing music? Um, so that's a great point. Um, I've been writing for. I've been writing since like middle school um, and high school, seriously, um, with full songs. Um, and then I continued and got intentional and, you know, entered into the business of music. But I realized that um, as I continued to pursue it, a lot of people like just around me, uh, social media, basically, mainly, um, didn't know that I did music because I'm usually in the studio, but it's demos that I focused on. So um, I tried a project just to see the response, and that enhanced, you know, my visibility for songwriting more. So um, that's that's kind of what inspired me to go ahead and start releasing and uh, stepping into the artist realm a little bit more. Where did that like love of writing music come from? Is it like something you've always had, or something you kind of developed over time? Um, the the skill. I think developed for me reading a lot. As a kid, like I love to read. Um, I finished like books in the day. I stay up from like eight o'clock and into the, the wee hours of the morning. So I just always have an, had an affinity for words. And then came music um, and it just made sense. I do want to talk touch on the uh, production qualities like your beats are really well made so do you produce yourself or do you uh have someone produce for you um i have uh producers that i, I work with um I, I set that intention some years back uh maybe over 10 years back and i've just been blessed to continue to build um relationships with some really 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 dope producers is that like you know uh starting off like you don't really know really know very many people how how did you um grow in that way thanks um so yeah back in the day it was like sound click and soundcloud um so i just started reaching out going to events and then um just like any other relationship staying in touch and then developing the comfort um we would most mostly and even now, now when i uh, start new relationships They'll send me something, and then I'll just kind of show and prove and write a demo, and then um, you know to let them know that hey, I'm I'm not here to play, um, and these are my intentions, and then just build from there. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is just just like a regular relationship, staying in contact, being respectful, 
and um being uh, dependable, reliable. So you're talking about uh like motivational music or like inspirational music. What what does that really mean to you? Like what does that mean? Um, like positive messages or um for me specifically, my goal and just in life is to encourage people through the different means of my art, um, from jury making to music, and just in conversation, reminding people that we are our true source of power. Um, and you know, life life hits us every other day, sometimes moment to moment, um, with the kind of shifts in energy and shifts in um, difficulty sometimes. So uh, I always like to put in a message of, you, you know, you got this. And that you're not alone. So I, I like to in, insert that um, in my many batches of like love songs. But yeah, that that's the inspiration portion that I like to include. They get that energy from the music, and it best, it definitely like speaks to people. And it definitely spoke to me when I was listening to it. You can feel that there's like a lot of love and care that went into actually making it. That's dope. Appreciate that. Daily recording anything, or sometimes you just kind of don't feel like it. I just I beats and just start ideas and um. And sometimes. So. You only have a couple songs out right now. So, are there plans for like an album soon? Um. So I am on the fence. Um, what is for sure coming out, and actually this Wednesday on uh, Wednesday the, the 26th, is a record called All Good, and that's um, featuring one of my good friends, one of my teammates, uh, Cato Dupree, and that one's absolutely an inspirational record, uh, literally just reminding people that it's whatever they're you know dealing with in the moment will be all good. Um, but um, yeah, that one will be out Wednesday, and that's produced by uh, Twin and Dre and mixed by 8-4. Uh, productions um but also with that i uh, late so fourth quarter last year i started putting together a summer project um it's four records now four and a half i have a fifth one to finish um but i'm debating whether it's gonna be packaged as an ep or singles so i'm not sure yet i know i'll definitely have more singles coming but i'm trying to debate what makes the most sense for my audience you know so is there like a, a certain method you have behind your like uh, way of releasing it? Because I know some people, they're like, I want to build the audience first with a couple of singles and then I'll drop a full project. Um, so <laughs> that was the thought process. But like, for instance, with this record, All Good, I had it mixed up. Um, and an, another record, Patience, they're complete mixed up. I got the DJ pack with this like the performance and instrumental and all that stuff um, already sitting on my, my hard drive. But I was just kind of going to see and debate, speak with the other creators. But one of my producers, um, she asked me for a record to present to this radio station. And I sent her all good. And um, they fell in love with it. And then everybody's like, well, where's the record? Um, so by demand, I just, you know, hurried up, uploaded it, and I'm dropping it Wednesday. Um, but for the others, I guess the short answer is just, 
I'm still trying to figure out what makes the most sense, honestly. Like I've tried a few things, the building up, but I hear different theories. So it's kind of like, I don't know which one to follow. So I'm just gonna try the one that makes the most sense to me first. And I'm leaning towards building up and then releasing singles. But don't, don't quote me on that. <laughs> That's my thought. I definitely understand that because I know a lot of people like like a full project at first and then it's kind of hard to like keep listener retention because it's like okay we listen to the thing there's not really like anything that want me to come back for to see if you have anything else you know exactly and yeah that's that's exactly the what's keep, what keeps pulling me to that to that side or that uh release method it's one at a time and then you know you can build up a bunch of content around one record video um, audio visuals, lyric videos, and just kind of, you know, let people kind of sit with it. Like, when you're in the of writing the song, you ever have that moment where you're like, man, this is not, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm not actually down with this anymore. Um, you said when I start writing a song? Can you hear me? No. Can you hear me now? Good. Okay. All right. Can you ask the question again? Do you ever have the moment in the song, like when you're writing a song and you're just like, this isn't what I what I planned on it to be? Uh, in, in like a good way or bad way? <laughs> Either way, really. Either way. Um, so good ways for sure. In bad ways? Yeah, to the extent that I was, that I'm just like this isn't like this isn't strong enough, like it isn't dope dope enough. So yeah, yeah, in that sense, it's like uh, this isn't it, and just go back and scrap and go back to the drawing board. Doing that, like, what is like, how do you grade yourself on like I'm proud of this or I'm not? Like, what's your grading skill for like I I'm willing to put this one out and this one's not so hot. Um, so I kind of see. Some songs are like storytelling, you know, some songs are just straight up vibes. But um, in breaking down the words first, I try to make sure that the storyline flows. Even if it's a, like, you broke my heart and, you know, I'm no longer, you know, with this relationship, like just making sure it makes sense first, um, ly lyrically, and then maybe it's just the writer and me, and then making sure the vibe carries. And then I'll test it out on like friends and family too. So like you got like a specific group of people, you're like, these people will always give me like the, a good amount of feedback and like, you know, will let me know if this is whack or not. Yes. Um, my best friends and then my sister, she is, um, yep. I harass her every time I can catch her <laughs> and, um, and play her, play her back demos and then some projects that, uh, that I plan on releasing for myself and she gets to hear them like in different like the super raw all the way to the finish. Head are you? Like how many you got like just stored up ready to go? Um so stored up ready to go just two. As far as like it's already mixed master registered. So that's my definition of like legit ready to go. I can upload it today. 
um, but a, already written and struck, constructed. Oh, what's it called? I have nine. Um, but a couple of them, I'll, I'm thinking I want some features on. Uh, and those are specifically the um, summer ones I, were, I was referring to. If you want a feature on a song, you're like, you know, this just doesn't have like that. that oomph. I want to, I want to have a little bit more on it. Uh, no, so the so as is, and, and that's my opinion, and I played it for some people too. Um, but as is, I think they're really dope. Uh, but I think it like even with all good that there's a feature. It's something sometimes about when you have the perfect like blend of voices, like in differences, um, just like in storytelling. You know, it builds up to the climax, or there's a shift in the tone. Um, it's just it's it's more engaging, it's more exciting. Um, so I think it, I think it's ways to enhance the music, especially if you have the right person in there, dope. I think yeah, because some people sometimes you listen to a song, you feel like you know this feature was kind of tacked on at the end there just to just to give it a little more length. But I think it, it, it's a lot better when it has a lot more meaning. Yeah, facts, facts, facts describe like the type of music you make to someone who's like never heard it before just like like what energy is it um <laughs> what energy is it so if if i had to describe maddie b's music it's gonna be heartfelt and um i say direct uh and expect this love stories um most of what i release yeah is love stories for sure and like that level of realness, like, you know, being able to be fully genuine and not like, you know, saturated by talking about the same stuff. Yeah, facts. Like even even for that EP that I put out, Sweet and Sour, um, and, and for me specifically, it's it's a way to be passive aggressive. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't like to uh, emote um, like, you know, extreme feelings that I feel like can really, really, truly, truly hurt. So I can put it in a in a tactful way into my music. And it's like a, a lot of times, not it's like, but it's definitely a therapy in ways. So I can, that's kind of what comes through because I'm really being for real <laughs> about uh, the experience. Your music to take you, like, are you considering like branching out into like other things? I know you mentioned like you make jewelry, but like, is that something you want to like make your own line and have it be connected or you want to have that be its own separate little entity? Um, currently it's its own separate thing, but I have been trying to figure out a way. So my jewelry line is, uh, Mastering Belief, which is line, right in line, uh, the MB, Maddie B, Maddie Bethay. Um, so I want to figure out a way to bridge the gap, um, because Mastering Belief is the way that I see the world, which is all, we're ever growing, we're always evolving, we're always, um, building the way our perspectives and sometimes shifting. Um, and then through music, I'm doing it on a, I guess I'm a less, on a more micro scale, um, voicing that uh, that perspective of mastering belief and just evolution. So I have been trying to figure out a way to bridge it, um, but I just wanted to be seamless. So um, that's, that's still in the mental idea <laughs> stage. But definitely, I, th I think it'll be cool to be able to bridge it 
but I, I just need to make make sure it makes sense and it makes sense to um people who follow both of the separate brands your brand do you think you know making jewelry as like the tactfulness and the care you have to put in and that has like crossed over into your music at all with that kind of like uh that special kind of care uh absolutely yes i would say so um and also just the its effect on me um is it's another form of therapy it's like super calming and a way to be intentional um when i'm sitting down and creating a piece music how do you like set your intention before you start writing like what do you do to like you know get in the zone and get like prepared to like put your best effort in um so there is no and it maybe just because it's come like it's become like breathing i'll just load up and and play play the production and just go and it, i just get it's like hop, hopping into a little boat and just flowing with the river it just kind of comes I think I you do really get that sense of your music because it is very like easy to listen to. It's very easy to engage with and like, you know, also enjoy. I know this is kind of a generic question, but like, where do you want, like? What's the end goal for you, like with music? Like, I want to be the uh, most famous like singer in the world. I want to, you know, have people know me. So like, where where's that for you? Um, that is, that is a good, it's still a good question though, because I think that changes, um, for, you know, for people, um, once they hit certain markers, I wouldn't say that it's the end goal, but the, the next, I guess, think marker is just having my music placed everywhere, like with big companies, big brands, some big artists, um, you know, playing in some of your favorite shows, running behind some of your favorite commercials. Um, I would consider acting. Um, that's some. That's something that I've uh, that I enjoy as uh, as far as like the music videos that I've shot. Um, but my my goal is really just that to be able to impact the world on in that way, as far as like having my voice or my messaging through someone else's voice worldwide um, so that's that's the end goal um but i think once once i hit that i think there's going to be more <laughs> i think there's i think there's going to be a new like you know end goal um and also on the artist end just performing on bigger stages that's a that's a newer journey for me as far as like being intentional and put more energy into it like the songwriting so um i just want to grow and be a stronger singer be able to hold longer sets and to perform for bigger crowds. Is it like performing now, like in front of people? What what's that experience like? Um, it's it's much more smoother. Um, and for me, I'm I'm a talker. I guess when I want to be. Um, but I've I've found that it is easier to kind of approach it and get up there and make it a conversation um and that people actually receive that and not like talking a bunch but that's kind of how i find my comfort and you know calm my nerves and then get into singing um so it's gotten more and more uh comfortable um 
yeah, these past couple of years for sure. It's 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 pretty cool. And once you get flowing, you just kind of get in the zone. So my goal is to kind of start out already in the zone with the with no nerves there, you know, or little to no nerves. Yeah, I think that's definitely like a hard trait to master, especially like if you just start off like you've been writing a while, but the translation from like singing in the studio to like singing in front of people can sometimes be a little nerve wracking. Yeah. Facts. 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 Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you already know. Yeah. Clearly have like a, a really big passion for music, but like, I want to know what exactly does music mean for you? Like when you're like recording, when you're putting it out there, what does that like mean for you? In a sense of like its value. It's uh, it, it comes back to my understanding of like the power of words, um, and understand I don't, I don't always get it right, but um, I I've come to know an experience in life, and I, I imagine you would say the same that they don't disappear. Like how we use our words, the impact, how it makes people, how it makes people feel, um, it's everlasting and I just aim to make sure that that's in the best possible way or even in relatable even if it's a, a angry love song like people can relate um, so yeah that's that's the weight that it carries for me it's like uh you know it could be it's um what do they say like our words are like uh curses um or spells, there we go, spells, that's the word, not curse. <laughs> well, we can't curse, but they're like spells. So I, I like to make sure that, that I'm aware of what type of spell it could be putting people under in the least creepy way possible. <laughs> but, but I know it yeah, takes no, a ride, so I like to be mindful of what type of um, you know, journey it takes people on. I definitely, yeah, I definitely know, because sometimes it does feel like, you know, it's really cathartic that that person was able to say that, but like the overall effect might not be, you know, an overall positive one. Like the net positive might not, might not be. Exactly. You know, when creating music, right? And it's a, a very, would you describe it as like a difficult process? How would you describe it? Like, uh, I think I, I missed the front end of that. Describe like your process of making music. Like some people it's like, I know you said it's like pretty easy to do, but like once you're into it, like how long before you're like kind of burnt out on it? Um, so on average, you know, there are the extremes. Some nights I can go and knock out like four or five um, records. Um, but on average, I usually try to finish like two to three um, from top to bottom. Um, so I'll start, you know, I'll go through, um, nowadays mostly it's, I'll play the beat and I'll um, take my phone out and do a voice memo and just like sing a record that comes to me, that flows through me from top to bottom. Like with the melodies, um, a lot of times the words will come to me in my melody. Um, I don't always stick with them, but I'll, I'll you know, whip out my voice memo record from top to bottom, drop it in my logic session, and just start to, you know, uh, 
chop it up and piece everything together and put the and insert the words in like a like a little puzzle. When doing that, you know, it's like I know you're a singer a songwriter, so are you are you ever writing music for other people? Yes, so mostly, mostly writing music for other people for sure. Um yeah, yeah, mostly. Like if you're trying to, you know, be very passionate about what you're doing, very purposeful, are you ever worried not come out how you want it because it's another person performing um n not really not nowadays um I, no i guess not in the moment i do one of my biggest fears though i will say I've, I've said before is that maybe like a hook of mine or a verse of mine you know where you leave room open for another artist would be matched with a message that I just do not agree with. Um, so I don't really trip off um, the delivery of my words, but I do have a little anxiety about, you know, possibly sometimes landing a hook in the future and then just not being with the the messaging in the verses or, you know. Yeah, so has that is that something you've experienced already or is that something you're just kind of worried that might happen um no i haven't uh have, um no no i haven't experienced it to where i couldn't be like hey can we try something a little different um but more, more so fearful fear in the future especially if i start working with like oh not if when i start working with majors i i understand just and being realistic that i won't be able to dictate everything you know way to catch yourself you know you gotta gotta say it's gonna you gotta manifest it right right facts put the energy out and keep putting the action behind it like working with other artists like is there any i really want to work with this person this person is like is like a that's really inspired me and i just really want to you know get on a track with them yes um brandy is at the top of my list um She's been one of my favorites um, and one that I, I model myself after. Uh, it's, and not so much lately, but especially starting off with just like the layers of her voice, how she approaches records. Um, so it'd be it'd be awesome to get a placement under her, even a feature it, that I don't care about any of that far. But that'd be amazing. That would be over and beyond getting a record place that she uh, records in mine. That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. So what kind of you've been listening to recently? Like what's been in your rotation recently? Uh, it's been uh, <laughs> old school R&B. <laughs> um, I've listened to a lot of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, To Joe, um, some Babyface. Yeah, just last week, I don't even know why um, it came over me, but I was just in the mood of of not really hearing any words. So I've been kind of riding to riding to uh, Kenny G, uh, saxophonist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doing stuff like that. Yeah, so that's kind of been the the vibe that I've been on. Where can people find you at? Like, what are your socials? Awesome. Um, so my main hub is gonna be uh, where I do a lot of my interactions. It's gonna be Instagram. And that uh, handle is underscore Maddie underscore B. That's underscore M-A-T-T-I-E underscore B as in boy. 
Um, and then my website, uh, MaddieBMusic.com. Uh, yeah, those are the those are the spots, and you can find my music and all that good stuff on Apple, Spotify, and all the uh, major platforms. By the time this episode comes out, your song will actually already be out, so they can listen to that right after this, which is great. Right. So go check out All Good featuring Kato Dupree, um, produced by Twin and Dre, and mixed by 8-4 Productions. At the Drop Culture Podcast on Instagram, and at the Drop Culture Podcast, will be uh, linked in the description. So if you just don't feel like looking it up, it's right there for you. <laughs> and remember to do it for the culture.